new new world <laughs> new normal world world normal new new world normal world normal new 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 world normal hey welcome to episode 12 of the coolest most unlistened to <laughs> podcast on the internet. It's only unlistened to because we haven't marketed yet. People just don't know about us. You know, I was reading, yeah, I was reading uh, an interview with one of the guys that started podcasting and he said it takes like a hundred episodes in like a year or two. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it take less, but I guess it's for people that are actually like putting their stuff out there and they're like using social media to really market and build momentum because you know, people would pop off before that. I have a few people that tell me they listen to it and they, they'll like send me things like I can tell they listen deep into it. They'll send me like a question and be like, Oh, you were talking about this. What do you really think? <laughs> I like that. I wonder who our so that's loyal cool. listeners are. Have you looked at the analytics? I have, uh, it's not bad. It's definitely up and to the right. That's good. It's definitely up and so to the, the right. It's building. I think, um, momentum. <laughs> yeah, I think the consistency is good. I think we need to do a little more, um, you know, advertising and marketing. Awesome. Well, that's free game for all y'all out there that are trying to build a podcast or having a, 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 a meeting podcasts. on, on the live right now and <laughs> discussing strategy. Yeah. <laughs> strategy on strategy. It's very meta. Yeah. Uh, I'm having, I was at Costco today and it just totally turned my whole day upside down. I hate it. I, I hate going there. I don't know why I go there. I Did love Costco. Costco. I know some people I just literally love it. love it and it's the cheapest place to get a bite to eat too. Like we still have like the same really tiny prices at their little hot dog stand. So I used to get like the hot dog with like the, the drink and it's like a dollar 95 or something like that. And it's like a, Oh, that sesame, that sesame it's bun so is so good. And it's like a big old, pretty big old hot dog. And like, I get full off of it. And then like a drink for a dollar something. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, it, it almost seemed unreal. That was that cheap. Yeah. No, they still do it and the pizza's good. And I don't know, man. I just sometimes I just get saturated. I'm just like all these people running around buying four hundred hot dogs or four hundred whatever. I'm like, what do they need all that for? Yeah. I I don't know. I mean there's stuff on that menu where I'm like, hmm. like they have like a little chicken thing where it looks like a chicken surprise. Like I, I'm, I still don't understand what like comes in the little chicken wrap. I'm like, it looks interesting. A chicken. I mean, surprise? that's what it looks like to me. What's I'm sure that? it has like a legitimate name, but when I look at it, it just looks like a bunch of it's like chicken with like other stuff in it. I'm like, hmm. surprise. surprise. There's chicken. chicken in there and other that's things. Chicken surprise. But, you know. <laughs> But like I think yeah, there's a part of me that like I miss going down to like the local meat shop and I miss going to the bakery. You know, there's just I feel like we're missing those like little mom and pop stores. They're just gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people want convenience. They want familiarity. Um, you know, we're spoiled now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. I think too. I'm gonna be honest. I don't like that lighting in there. It gives me. It's like, a like very fluorescent, like lighting, yeah. like you work like in a cubicle somewhere. <laughs> like yeah. vibes, yeah. Fluorescent lighting. Maybe that's it. It reminds me of like working at a bad yeah, job. Yeah, it's like got that warehouse feel too. I don't know, but um, I heard fluorescent <laughs> lighting like makes you tired. Like it has like psychological effects on you and stuff like that. It's crazy. 
but I've never in there for uh, more than like a couple of hours. So that's a couple hours. Too much. <laughs> There's always oh. long lines, like out the wazoo. It's pretty crowded in there every single time I go. Do you think we're going to go into lockdown? You again? know what? I was talking to one of my um, leads today and he was like, looks like we're going in lockdown, but he's in Texas. So he's like, we're not. I'm like, yeah, Texas does whatever the hell it wants to, but I think probably so. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of in and out, in and out. So you might want to go ahead and live it up before they start shutting things down again. Dude, it's such a dog and pony it is. show. It's so crazy. And it's really affecting people like in so many ways, like, Besides the mental health aspects, I mean, just like people's livelihood and being able to survive and like, it just feels yeah. like, you know, we're, we're having to push tooth and nail to pull tooth and nail to like get any type of like relief. Like, um, yeah, they sent out what those $300 like child tax credit things. And I was like, $300 yeah. in California. Dude. Hmm. Meanwhile, they minted nine billionaires. There was one billionaire before the pandemic, or what, hundred billionaire, whatever it is. Oh, whatever. It definitely There's got some richer. Number. The rich definitely got richer, and the poor got poorer, and it's really sad. So, well, speaking of safety, I think we should move on to the first headline. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Female soldiers are getting new body armor designed just for them. I love Good. this. It's I think this is great. Time. I can't believe it's taken this long. Yeah. Major Melissa Elledge deployed to combat zones twice in earlier versions of body armor designed for the male-centric army. So she's deeply familiar with their failings Me for too. women. The bad fit oh. created potentially lethal gaps, weird word, at the arm openings and left the heavy ceramic plates resting on her legs, cutting off circulation. Whoa. Yeah, I wore the, all of that Talk stuff. to me, because you know what? You know all about this yeah, stuff. That body armor was definitely made for people that didn't have boobs. Um, and it yeah. was extremely heavy and like, and then just really flat on the chest. So if you are like a big breasted woman, like, yeah. What did you I do? Mean, I mean, not that you, I mean, in general, well, they were getting you. like, they would have to have bigger like vests, but then it would be like, okay, the only thing big about me is like my boobs. So this is not really, this is now too, this is awkward now. And there were definitely like gaps and just. It was just weird. It wasn't built for women. And so we would have to wear those yeah. in deployment, like a lot. And then like back at home during training, doing like 12 mile marches and like, um, you know, any type of like drills and all of that. We were wearing this like equipment that wasn't even like built for us. It's crazy. I can imagine. And it's not like when you have body armor, because I've never worn it, I would think you want it to be kind of yeah, fitting. And this definitely wasn't. Like you want it to be close oh, to your yeah, body. No, it wasn't. Like you would have like maybe a large, extra large if you had big boobs, but then all this would be open at the bottom. It would be like it would be super like a yeah. lot of space and just like it feels like it would be dangerous. Like it would leave a lot of places like vulnerable because it's like too big, but you need it in order to fit your boobs in there. So it, it's about time. It's like they're making all of these changes now that I'm like long gone. Um, that needed mm -hmm. to be made the new, the new sizes of the vest part of the system are unisex and better cover the wide range of differences like tor torso length in all soldiers, and it gives smaller male soldiers a better fit. And then some of the thick, flexible part of the armor has been shifted to a shirt-style garment that includes women's sizes with, with more flair at the waist. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I think it's interesting when you see stuff like this, because it's stuff you never think about. Yeah. 
Like I never, I, I never really thought about it. Like, you know, I know that you served and I've known a lot of other women that have served, but you don't think about the fact that like, it's like when you talk to a left-handed person and they tell you all the stuff where, yeah, the whole world's designed for right-handed people. No. Like all the stuff you crazy. don't think about, like doorknobs. No, that's, yeah. They you just, know, this world is all like centered around the majority. It's like not enough people are going to say <laughs> like, give us bad feedback. Majority of people are going to say, yes, this is great, but it's like everybody matters. So you need to make customized things for well, like there's enough like in the minority, like to where you need to, there's a considerable amount of people in the minority. You still need to make customized things that fit them. So. Yep. Yep. I think it's interesting too, that it's taken this long. Yeah. When did women, do you know, when did women start being get t- going into the military? I don't know. It's been a while. Women have been in the military for a while. First, they were only serving in like administrative and like health capacities. So I think like back in like the right. 50s and 60s and stuff. Um, but after that, you know, when they started integrating in a lot of other jobs and now you have women in like special forces and like they're trying to make sure that women are in all parts of the military. But that's been going on for yeah. years. So this is long overdue. This is long over yeah, now. I just wonder why it took them so long. Because you would think something like new uniforms or new armor, stuff like that, you'd think companies would be chomping at the bit to like take the government's money and, and build that stuff. Well, right? I know, um, God, I forget the name of that company. It was a tech company that was making our Kevlar's, like our um, Kevlar helmets. Um, um, and they also were making the helmets for the NFL. Forget what company that was, but... Um, yeah, I think they should. I mean, I think they should outsource to um, companies that can create like more innovative uh, like gear that's more suited. But, you know, the military is super old fashioned. They're just now even getting their their systems over to like new technology. Like they were far behind in right. tech. And it's like if we're going to be the strongest right. force in the world, we need to be at the tip of the spear with like everything. Right. Because um there's yeah. so many other countries, especially ones that are opposing us, that they're already there. So, like, we're late. We need to modernize everything. I think what you're saying is we need to strip away the old ways. Yep, and make a new way. <laughs> Glo- global warming is coming for us, so you better get used to seeing more skin. And this is from uh, Vice.com, one of my favorite uh, lowbrow websites. <laughs> um I'm not sure if anyone else has picked up on this, but summertime in most of the continental U.S. is very hot, and this summer it's been record-breaking. How are people responding to this? Wearing fewer and smaller clothes. Mm. COVID cases are ticking upwards, especially among individuals who failed to get vaccinated, leading to heartbreaking stories of people begging for the shot while they die from the virus. All right. Vaccinated people are getting sick too. Blah, blah, blah. I thought this was about clothing. (laughs) But not everyone is willing to let this behavior slide. The New York Times expressed its chagrin Thursday that people are roaming the streets in bralettes, itty-bitty bandos, and crotcheted bikinis, or daisy dukes, cut high enough to expose buttocks curvature, according to a piece from the paper's fashion section. Wow. People wearing not a lot of clothes in the summer. How how weird is that? I think the New York Times needs to shut up. Oh, yeah. We want want, want to see that. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not, I mean, who's complaining? (laughs) apparently some people are i mean i lived in new york city for 10 years and i will tell you it's there is just a lot of skin you just see a lot of skin in new york city because new york i see some crazy shit like the naked cowboy (laughs) (laughs) 
The well, naked cow. Nobody's, nobody's complaining, complaining about, about the, the naked, naked cowboy. cowboy or like a naked girl with like a little like like um, olive branch over her areas. Like nobody's <laughs> complaining about. Um, you know what I mean? Pasties. So what's the problem? The old olive olive branch bikinis are hot business. this year. Vicky. People act like kids are not desensitized as it is. Like I feel like everybody's so exposed and like. And it's, yep. I think it's society's fault for demonizing the human body and especially the female body. Hundred percent. It's, it's society's 100%. fault. Why is this? Yeah, even that's what a I'm thing? saying. People, it, back in the day, people were, were running around naked or with like um, plants over their parts. Like there was no shame in and being naked. So this is society's yep. fault. It's ridiculous. It's hot. I think there's a few things at play. I think there's a couple things. One, New York City, everyone gets on the subway. They're really close to each other. So you have, you literally, you'll feel other people's skin against you, which, you know, some people that when I would come visit me, they didn't like that. They didn't like the close proximity. But then we combine it with the fact that we've all been stuck inside and then what the whole six feet, whatever bullshit stay away from me thing and now everyone's hypersensitive because we're back to oh we can kind of wear what we want and like walk where we want which is the way life should be uh and they're they've got literally got panties in a bunch about it yeah it's, that's I like that's that ridiculous one. i don't i don't understand people complaining about people wearing less clothes when it's like 100 degrees every day like last night or this morning it was like 2 a.m i wake up use the bathroom i look on my tv and it's like 71 degrees at 2 a.m i'm like this is crazy yeah yeah let me ask as a, a mother with daughters because i have a daughter now what's your take on the you know how much do you comment or have you ever had to? Maybe you haven't because I don't know your daughter's personality. You know about like how much skin you're showing or what you what when you're going out of the house, quote unquote, you can't wear that or whatever. What's the how is See, that? I don't have to deal with that because my you? daughter dresses very androgynous. She's just not into that. She's like a tomboy. Um, so we don't have those issues. I don't have those issues because I also am like tomboyish as well. So we will wear basketball shorts and a tube top, like, and nobody better not complain about that. <laughs> They'll find yeah. a way. I mean, dudes say mean things. They just do. They do. I mean, dudes are weird because they just can't control their testosterone. They need to get it together. Get some counseling. Mm, I don't know that that's going to happen. Uh, what's the, what's your limit on showing skin when you go out? What's your limit? Do you have a limit? I mean, I honestly, I don't care like what people show, but as long I, I shouldn't see your badge. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I see nipples all the time. So I really am not bothered by that, but I feel like yeah. hide your badge, hide your, yeah. you know, hide your dick prints and all that. I don't like form that, fitting. I don't like when a man wears a form fitting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't like, like that. Leaves. I don't yeah, need to know his religion. Stuff up you know to what I'm saying? Imagination. I mean, there's sometimes you can't avoid it. Like if you go to SF pride, you, you might see a penis, you know what I mean? But that's just kind of like when in Rome, but like when you're regular, just out and about, unless you're at some nudist colony where it's okay to just be naked. I feel like some things are just like, it is society's fault again, but also it's like, it's kind of crazy, you know, just, just seeing that it, it gives, it makes people, it makes you a little bit uncomfortable. So hide, hide the privates. Hide your privates, people. Thieves in California are stealing scarce water amid the extreme drought. 
And uh, this is, um, I don't know, it's kind of disturbing, I would say. But also, I'm not surprised because this is the state of the world we're in. Uh, This is from CNN, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm going to read it. My computer just stopped. What's going on with the computer today? Something's happening. It's melting. Okay, it's back. (laughs) I don't know. As extreme drought, it might be, honestly, it's when it gets hot or wet, sometimes it slows things down. As an extreme drought grips California, Making water increasingly scarce, thieves are making off with billions of gallons of the precious resource, tapping into fire hydrants, rivers, and even small family homes and farms. State and local officials say water theft is a long-running issue, but it's intensifying with the drought. And thefts are at record levels as reservoirs dry up and bandits make off with stolen water, often used to cultivate the growth of illegal marijuana crops. Oh, interesting they threw that in there. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. 12 billion gallons gallons of water estimated have been stolen across the state since 2013. That is a lot of water. Um, Native American tribes, drinking water sources. Um, I don't know that we should be surprised. I mean, I think we're kind of entering the survival the survival moment of humanity yeah. of this go round. Yeah. That reminds me, I need to go see the last Purge movie. That's on my to-do list for the weekend. <laughs> I feel like that's where the world is headed. Hilariously uh, random. That's where the world is headed. Like, fuck it. Let's just, whatever. Free for all. Because, like, all the billionaires are going to space anyway. We're going to be down here fending for ourselves. I mean, they're, it's not even raining here. and It's just, like, first of all, it's just really yeah. shitty to hoard water. Like, our, our water bills are yeah. unbelievably astronomically high. And now we find out, so like, high. now they're having, like, issues with just, like, water. Like, just, it's becoming scarce, like, in general. It's like, you got to think of a better plan. Like, they're going to have to think of something else. Because well, I'm still paying my water bill, and it's ridiculous. There's, I mean, I've read a lot about how they've diverted water different places, and there's a, definitely a racist element to it. There's definitely a classist element to it. You need to do a rain dance. Especially... In, well, especially in California, like they've diverted a lot of water from areas that have become more desert because they're sending the water to like do crops, different places and stuff like that in the past, like 40 or 50 years. So it's interesting when people talk about stealing water, because it kind of feels like everything is sort of stolen, even if it's government sanctioned in some ways. Like that's part of why this whole, you know, they're recalling Governor Newsom, but part of it is about like some of the this shit he did with the water supply in the last couple of years. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, I don't know. They they need to come whatever they they need to figure it. They need to figure it. Hey man, I'm worried too. You know, I don't know like is California are we going to survive? You see these maps of like the heat and like the well, my sprinkler, my sprinkler wait, system still works. God forbid it doesn't work. The homeowners association will be after me. Are you allowed? Yeah, to use I it have though? to. I like literally, if I be... don't use it and my grass starts turning, I'll get a note on my door from the homeowners society. See, that's bullshit. Are you allowed to take it up and put up like astro? No, I have. I already had. I literally already had to replace the grass in my in my yard because it all dried up last summer. Then, like, it dried up so bad, the yeah. ground was, like, cracking and everything. So, I had to go and I had to purchase. It's not, like, it's actually real grass that I purchased. It cost me, or ran me about huh. five grand for my front yard. And um, they roll it out just like they roll out, like, AstroTurf. But it's, like, what it happens is it, yeah. like, roots. Like, I guess it roots into the actual, like, ground. And then it just, like, grows grass. So, it's, like, weird. <laughs> like, um, it's... 
it's real grass, but it's like, I have to water it and all that to maintain it. But like, they were like giving me like shit about it being dry. And I'm like, whatever. So I had to pay all that money just so I could have green grass just to appease the homeowners association. So I, I don't get that. I mean, I don't know why they don't say everyone should have fake grass. So we don't have to use the water. Yeah. Either that or rocks. Like, I don't understand. Rocks are nice. Something succulent. Yeah. Something, but like, they don't even like for people to have like rock. They, they have a certain way they want everybody's front lawn to look and whatever. It's just ridiculous. Vicky, I don't want to, I don't want to tell you what to do, but maybe it's time to move. Yeah. I want to (laughs) move, but if I move, I want to move the fuck out of this area. Like I'm ready to like yeah. bounce out. So maybe I'll leave California or maybe I'll end up going down to LA. Yeah. So I was going to say, why well, I'm going to get a farm somewhere. Yeah. I want a farm so bad. I'm I actually want to live in grow my own weed. I'm going to steal my own water. To yeah. Grow my own weed. <laughs> I want to live in Wyoming, but you know, yeah. Wyoming's badass, man. I got, I got relatives. Yeah, that's, we, that's I got where I want to live, but we'll see what happens. It's away from everything. <laughs> Speaking of, Government yeah. bullshit. I kind of like this one though. Oregon congressman proposes a new space tourism tax, and I put this in here mostly because I wanted to talk about this whole rich people going up into space. Like but let me minutes. read this first. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it destroying the planet in the process. Represent Earl Representative Earl Blumow Nauer from Oregon plans to introduce legislation called the Securing Protections Against Carbon Emissions Tax Act, Space Tax Act, which would impose new excise tax taxes on space tourism trips. Yes, I like this. I don't like taxes, but I like as this. As long as we're not getting taxed. Space tax. exploration. Well, it shouldn't be, but the people that are flying should right. pay for it. Just as normal Americans pay taxes, this is a quote, when they buy airline tickets, billionaires who fly into space to produce nothing of scientific value should do the same. <laughs> I agree. And some. Yes. I agree, I agree with this with 100%. That, like, wholeheartedly. Because these guys... Dude, did you listen to this Jeff Bezos idiot? He thanked all the Amazon shoppers and users uh, for paying for his... Like, he paid for this, he said. He actually said he needs that. to pay his employees more. Yeah. And that's all I'll say about that. Bezos' flight came just nine days after fellow billionaire Richard Branston flew on the first fully crewed spacecraft of the Virgin Galactic's Unity suborbital space liner. It just feels like, I don't know, it feels like such a smack in the face. It's like a, such a let them eat cake yeah, moment. Never felt know? so broken in my life, but it's, it's okay. I mean, and then he came back and he was like, you get a hundred million dollars, you get a hundred million dollars. And I'm like, yeah, what was he doing? He did the Oprah well, thing? Well, no, he, he gave like $100 million to like Van Jones and he gave $100 million to another CNN anchor. And I mean, I, I like the reason he gave it to him, but I was like, there's so many other like associations, nonprofits out here that are doing work. Like he literally gave it to him and he was like, you can do whatever you want with it. Um, but they they right. were like, he wanted them to, to like, like give it back to the community or whatever. But I'm like, let's give it to the community, not people that are already wealthy like i'm pretty sure they're making good money like why can't we like push that 100 million a piece 200 million down to the people that need it that are suffering during covid that are just our communities you know we have a huge homelessness problem especially in the bay area it's like why aren't we pushing down funds to like help people that are being destroyed by what's going on in the world right now the rich are good the rich are good 
They're complaining yep. about having to be Clearly. in their. They were when we were in the middle of lockdown. They were complaining about having to sit in their mansions all day. You know what I mean? And and people yeah. couldn't even pay rent. Yeah. So like, I'm just like, yeah. it reminds me of that scene you ever seen on Keeping Up with the Kardashians where they were clowning Kim because she lost her diamond earring in the ocean. Just like, I lost my diamond earring. And then um, Courtney's like, people are dying. <laughs> that is so real. Like, you know, people are dying in the world. Like my mom, my mom had this thing she always said, which I believe she said, everyone's problems are the biggest problems in the world to them. But uh, I don't think she saw the amount of entitlement. <laughs> like it's just the amount of fucking uh, bitchery that happens now. I don't know if it's the internet or generationally we've made things too easy or if people just don't have to work as hard to like get shit. They just press a button. I don't know. Well, some people still have to work hard for what they have and people still have to, like yes. there's still people like that out there. The whole world hasn't changed yet. And I feel like some people are just far removed from like reality and what life is like for a lot of yeah. people um, out here. The majority yeah. is not rich and wealthy and able to go to space. Yeah. So. No, I mean, I just read a stat that uh, there's no state where you can live on minimum wage. You can't own a house. Yeah, well, especially anymore. not here. Like, you can't even survive in this area unless you make six figures, really. I mean, if you make less than that, then you really yep. are like, really. I think poverty is considered seventy-five grand. Really, I heard like I heard like in order to survive in San Francisco, you needed to at least make one hundred and twenty-five k. Well, I believe that. For sure. Like, and now even in Oakland, so it's kind of like, that's all spreading out. I mean, even out here where I live, like where it's supposed to be a little bit cheaper, I live so close to the county line that's where, you know, the Bay that I still have Bay Area prices. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, and then all of the people out there got a hold of like, oh, it's cheaper to live out there. So now they're all out here. So now they're like, all all the tech commuters are out here. So we need to raise property tax and all of that. I'm just like, it's just greed. It's just such a greedy world. The fact that we're paying taxes and stuff like that during this pandemic, I just feel like it's just not fair. You know what I mean? I don't think we should no. be paying taxes right now, but that's just me. We're going to end on a happy note as we yes. always do, which is an animal. We need a good <laughs> animal link. And this is <laughs> two dozen goats eat their way through New York park. And uh, I, the goats are near and dear to me. The running of the goats. The, this is from Good News Network. <laughs> New York. Oh, wait a minute. First Let me see. Maybe I goats. got it from another way. Oh, no. It's 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 rooters. Two dozen goats eat their way through New York Park. Two dozen goats from a farm in a part of New York State are on, on a city outing, letting loose in Manhattan's Riverside Park on Wednesday to munch on all the bad weeds. Yeah. yeah. They, they chowed down on Japanese knotweed. They noshed on porcelain berry. They snacked on multiflora rose. They easily transversed the hard-to-reach terrain behind me and gulped down poison ivy without even giving it a second thought. There's a... Uh, so I live up here in Tilden. I live up on kind of the top of a... Like, like 1,200 feet up above sea level. And they bring the goats in every year. This guy comes and he has uh, an RV... And he, he, he lives in it and he lets his goats out all along the hillside for like a week and a half, two weeks. And they just eat all the brush. It's amazing. Yeah. I love this. Isn't I this mean, great? Is we need more good. of this. I mean, but it's so funny because first they had the bees and I seen another bee incident too this week in New York. A huge bees. Uh -oh. It was even more bees. 
and then um, more bees, and then now goats. Interesting. Well, the goats are. I mean, they're probably super cute too. We're looking at yoga. Yeah, (laughs) go yoga. Goats are cool animals. Goat cheese is delicious. That's what I eat. Try not to eat too much (laughs) cow. Um, They're good animals. They do such like like in this case, you're letting them do what they're born to do, and they're helping like literally society like they're like the ones up here helping get rid of all the brush before fire season well you know? i mean that's dope that they use and, them to uh, eat the weeds i mean that's resourceful and using i'm um, utilizing nature for its benefit plus they're probably like hell yeah these weeds do this book these be some delicious weeds we've been stealing we've been stealing water to get these weeds to grow man pretty cool though and it's Japanese knotweed, yeah. right? So they get like really hella yeah. like, bougie ass weeds. Yeah. Not only can they eat their body weight, but they'll actually neutralize the seeds so they won't get replanted wow. next year. Look which at is nature. Pretty cool. Nature's always had what we needed. I know. Why don't we let more of this kind of stuff happen? Like, why are we always so quick to make something so we can sell it? Because that's just the society we're in. This is what we've perpetuated for for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Snake oil. It's all snake it's oil. I love when you meet one of those old time weed guys and he's like, God gave us all we need in the, in the marijuana plant. <laughs> I'm like, marijuana yes. and the shrooms. You are right, Thank sir. You so much for that medicine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why do we need all these other, you know, pharma pharmaceutical things? You know, doesn't make any sense to me. Crazy. Well, what should we talk about in the last five minutes? Um, I guess. Oh, so we have five minutes now. Someone's we don't have call me. I'm used to having 30 seconds at the end and having to like sum everything up. So, maybe well, I, you know, we talked about goats, but we have five minutes left. I mean, is it it's free? It's all free, free for, for all time. time? Do we, anything Let on me your mind? Tell you about the what about anything. how crazy the crime is getting in California to the point where. I'm out yeah. having ramen with my friends and I'm literally in the place for like 45 minutes. I come out and my windows busted out of my window. Someone tried to break in my car really just like that. Did they get it? I didn't have anything in there really. But the thing is, and they literally broke in and pulled down the back seat and like everything was like, like yeah. I had stuff in my car, but nothing was missing. It was almost like they got caught in the act and then ran off. And then there was like this bookstore right next to it. And so I'm like, okay, there's people there. Maybe they saw something. They would not come to the door. We're looking at them, banging on the door like, hello, like, did you see who broke into my car? Like, and they're just looking at us crazy and all that. So luckily for me, I have AAA. So I was like, they fixed my, my window for free, but they didn't have anyone available to come fix it for like a week. So I had like an open ass window and I had like put like tarp over my car. And like when I got everything repaired, there was like a giant spider in my car. It was so freaking crazy. Ah. I was like, holy shit. Cause I had to leave everything kind of like, I just put that over it just to, (sighs) but anyway, and I had to ride all the way home with the window out. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? What kind of car do you have? Because this I is have important. like a Ford Geosport, like 2020. It's just like a basic car. I was like, just give me the basics. All I really require is a sunroof. No, but still, that's a yeah. new car. 
Yeah, it huh. was crazy. They literally busted it out. Like, I didn't hear no car alarm, nothing. And, like, mm-hmm. I literally walked past the car b- at first because I was going to go check the meter because we were going to stay there a little bit yeah. longer. And I walked past, and I walked out, and I was like, what is all the... Wait, my fucking window is gone. Like, what the fuck? And then I heard, like, Ugh. people have caught on tape all over Oakland. It's just, like, people, like, blipping, which is, like, you know, just breaking into people's shit like openly in front of people like in the broad daylight well there's that didn't the new uh whatever prosecutor say if it's under 950 dollars it's like it doesn't well that needs a fucking change because literally you leave a quarter in your fucking drink holder and they're breaking in your fucking car so like they need to fucking change that that's ridiculous people are desperate it's covid like People don't know what to expect next, so they're just like, fuck it. It's the purge. Like they're doing whatever the fuck they want right now. So it does feel a little it like It feels that, very purge. Feel like like, a, a little, like seeing every, videos. Every person. Yeah, for themselves. seeing videos of people like doing carjackings in the it during traffic in the middle of the day. Like there's no yeah. shame anymore. People are like, fuck it. I don't care. You know what I mean? So crime has definitely gone up. And I understand why. I mean, people are stressed out. They can't be their families. They can't whatever you know what i mean so it's just like yeah it's fucking crazy and they need to get a hold of it um i don't know man this this world scares me right now so i don't know i don't know what to look forward to (sighs) (laughs) well put yeah i agree with you i think i've been having some i mean i think we're all going through our own existential crises right now but it is sort of disturbing as much as sometimes it feels like we're coming together. I feel like we're being yeah. pulled apart, you know, like, like everything's like, uh, you have to have an opinion on it. And if you're wrong, then you're not in my tribe. And then we're going to parse that to make sure you're exactly this, this, and this. And it's, uh, it's frightening. It is frightening. Cause it gets us, it, it gets us away of thinking of like, you know, one love, one, one, there's one literally race, no you unity know? anymore. People know a whole lot about nothing these days. They, they literally just go down one rabbit hole and, and I'm like, there's so many other perspectives and aspects. And it's like, you got to remember every single person has a different perspective. So to me, that means there's a whole lot of different universes out here because everybody sees things in a different way. So you have to like adjust, be more open to like hearing different points of view because you don't see through people's eyes, like through their experiences and I just yeah. feel like in some areas there is no right or wrong. It's just like how a person perceives things like through their own lens and through their own life. But people just don't have empathy anymore. They don't have compassion. They don't care to know. They just care about what yeah. matters for them. Like this is a very selfish and narcissistic society. Like very, yeah. very much so. Well, Vicky, I'm going to end by saying I care about you. I care you, about you too, Greg. I appreciate, I appreciate you. you too. Um, I have a one-year-old birthday party oh, tomorrow, so like I gotta a go. a lot, a lot of fun. Um, I gotta go paint. That some sounds shit. like fun. So what would you say in like last I'm last thirty seconds? Sanding. Like we have to do our last thirty seconds thing. My last thirty seconds, I would say, let's pay more attention to nature and more attention to each other. Yes, I definitely agree, and I, I just want to people let people know, like it's hot as fuck. Wear what the fuck you want. Just cover wear whatever cover your you want. Dry, you know, don't. Don't be scaring the kids or making people feel sexually harassed, but fucking dress for the weather. It's hot as fuck. 
Yes. Don't be afraid of those stupid yeah, tastemakers like, at the New York get Times. Get the fuck out of here. Alright, have All a right, good week. Too, Greg. Normal. New world normal.